I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? And sitting in for Michael Hutchinson is Martin Bailey. Hello. And we're going to talk movies and more, I guess, on this round. You just got back from a uh, trip across the country. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was all over the place. You went California to... California to Tucson, Arizona, to El Paso, Texas, to <laughs> New Orleans, Louisiana, to uh, all over uh, Alabama, and then to Dallas, and then back here. All right, sorry, I was wrestling with the dog know, that the dog goes in the way that goes home on uh, on Monday. I guess I'm, it's going to be a good. It's going to so. be a party day here. I guess Tuesday. It's going to well, t- no Monday where we head to Hawaii. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, we take the dog to Hawaii. So, well, so uh I guess Tuesday will be a party it, day. Tuesday Hawaii. Monday will be a party day. Um, <laughs> you know, arriving with the it's dog. It's a cute there. dog, but it's a wild animal. It's a piece it's, of shit. It's a wild animal. Uh It's really bizarre cuz it's uh Vince is very much an animal person and to hear him uh talk about animals. Yeah, that means his animal is pretty wild. She's such it's a wild a little beast. I've I've owned dogs my entire life. Yeah. I've never had a dog like this. Yeah. It proves that there are bad seeds. Yeah, I guess so, because uh, I've never seen... I mean, she's not evil. She doesn't bite. No. She's not... Uh, you know, she has no, a she's sweet just dog. She's just, yeah. um, she's just a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, she's, she's just, just like... Wild. Does pretty much whatever she wants. Uh, really it's it's like dog. that friend of yours that's annoying and just won't... And won't even get the hint. Like I don't know. It's more... It's the end of the party and everybody's yeah. gone, and they're still sitting there like, oh, let's watch another movie, and you're like... No. Yeah, that person. Yeah. You're like, no, it's 3 a.m., dude. <laughs> yeah, We've already seen four movies tonight. Get the. Yeah, it, yeah it's very, it's very hard to explain. I mean, yeah. she's good in doses, but having to live with that person. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I didn't hear anything you said. You just got back from a trip to. I to went Bama. all over. I, went... I started here in L.A. I went to New Orleans, Alabama, Dallas. Those were the three main points that I went to, and then just driving along, uh, obviously out. Uh, since to, 1991, I haven't been on a plane. So lift, that's why your, I, lift your mic up. Is that better? It's going no. right back down. No, it's okay. It's just it was touching the uh, the table. In a okay. few. Uh, uh, I haven't been a plane, in, in a plane since 1991. I had a bad flight. It has nothing to do with till, you know, 9-11 or anything. Um, so since when? It, when? Uh, 1991. 91, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's been a while. So even going to airports and all that kind of stuff kind of freaks me out. So I just don't like planes. So I actually like the road. I actually like driving. Uh, I am getting older, so some of the drive was really, really rough. It was just <laughs> like, you know, get me to a hotel or just get me out of the car. Get me, you know. I remember when I was 16, I had a car that didn't have air conditioning. Thankfully, I had air conditioning, and uh, I didn't really need it. Thankfully, I couldn't, this time have, of year. couldn't imagine today. No, no. Such an atrocity. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. I had a I had a sixty eight Mustang back in high school and the air conditioning worked kinda of when it wanted to. Kinda mm. of like the dog when it's you know, when it wants to be nice. Oh I it was freezing cold in my I car. just straight up there was no air for it to, <laughs> to work at all. The most of the time most of the time there was no air. So, the yeah. air was the window. Um Okay, so you but went, the trip was uh, it's it was all for uh, you won't wait a minute we've, we've yeah, blown over yeah. a couple of things you yes. won't fly because you're a puss yes okay because you had a it's, bad it's, flight it's a real phobia but you, anyway you I didn't I'm a pussy, yeah. you didn't get peanuts on the flight so yes that was that, so was that, it. that ended that um, so going you, up and down like a pinball had nothing to do with it it had to do with the free Southwest peanuts where you get eight was it a Southwest flight? flight of course it was Southwest. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where from where to where. Uh, Los Angeles to Lubbock, Texas, and we couldn't. Wow, it's not even that long. I mean, it's a we couldn't land four in, hour flight, three hour. We couldn't flight? land in Phoenix because of the the, wind, the the weather. 
So, what, what was the weather like? LA um, to Texas should be nice. 60, 60 to 80 mile an hour gust of At wind. At 30,000 feet? No, you're going down to land, and they're like, I guess we're not landing in Phoenix. Oh, so the flight was all fine. It was just... It so was... we get to Phoenix, we get over Phoenix, and we can't land. And they're like, we're sorry, we'll get you back on the next plane. Oh, so, okay, back. so the flight was originally supposed to be LA to Phoenix. LA to Phoenix, Phoenix to Lubbock. Gotcha. Okay. So we couldn't land in Phoenix, and by the time we got to Lubbock which is only like about two hours away or whatever. Right. The storm had hit there. So literally landing the plane, like once we started like the going down, uh-huh. oh, Jesus Christ, it was all over the fucking place. I mean, it was everywhere. <laughs> so it, how, it was the worst It was the worst experience I've ever had in my life. So you drove back from Lubbock then? Uh, that was after college. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Michael Hutchinson and I, and uh, yeah, we drove back. And I was like, I it, it was one of those things right out of a movie, literally. I got out of the plane. And I kissed the ground, and I said, never again, unless I really, really have to, with the gun to the back of my head. And since 91... Uh, now, prior to that, how many times have you flown? Did you fly... Um, probably four or 500 times. So, I mean, I've been all over the world. So, so all, was, all of those times, and it just took never, I never experienced that kind of turbulence, never experienced do you that think, kind of weirdness. Do you think this is a bit irrational? I mean... Oh, absolutely. I okay. mean, it's, it's a phobia. I mean, as in most phobias, there's something there just... Just something triggered when I got off the plane. Like I said, I kissed the ground and something just like, nope, I'm not going back up in the air for any reason. Right. And, um, you know, my dad did a police academy in Russia. I had a free trip to Russia. Could have been there for three weeks. Didn't go. You know, because it was just like, oh, you'd be on three planes for 26 hours. Yeah, flying. for a long time. And I'm like, no, I can't go. I, I can't even go to Vegas and it's a 40-minute flight. You know, so one of these days I'll change. One of these days I'll, you know. What do you mean? You haven't changed up till now. Exactly. But one of these days, you know, I might go. Yeah. But again, it's like uh, so far, I mean, everything that I need or want is here in America. So you mean in the continental U.S.? Yes. United States of America. Sorry, folks. He's doing some things with the wires and I guess there's noise or something. There we go. Is that better? Yeah, it should be. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So you went to uh, you went to Bama, and or that was your destination. And you turned around and came back from there. Yeah. And you went with your Goyal friend, right? Yes. Did she stay with you the entire trip, or did she? Um, she, back? she actually flew back. She did fly uh, back. That was a plan. Yeah, going out. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so we went to New Orleans for a convention. Then we went to Alabama for a convention. New Orleans was your first destination. Yeah. And uh, destination. how we many? For a week. How long did it take you to get there? Did you uh, three days. Three days. Okay, so you stopped along the yeah. way. Did you see anything interesting on your way to mm. Nolens? Eh, you know, not really. All right. So you uh, got the, to Nolens. The, the 10 freeway is rather boring. If anybody's taking the 10 freeway, there's not much there unless you hit big cities. So uh, Yeah, 10 goes. So from Tucson through, all the way to El Paso. Yeah, Arizona. Nothing. But the 10 takes you to four, four points or whatever where no, you can go. that's the 20. Is it? Yeah, that's up. Oh, point. you should have yeah. went that way. I mean, well, four states yeah. at once. Have you ever done four states at once? I have. I have actually stood there before. What's the... Was it, there's a movie. Uh, was it Spy? There's a movie where they uh, people try having sex on the four points. Oh, oh no. Not and, Spy, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. And they get there. Oh, shit. I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. Oh, it's Vacation. Is it Vacation? Yeah, it's the, the new Vacation movie. Oh, They're okay. at four points, so they go to have sex on the four points, and then when they get there, there's just a whole bunch of other people having sex on the four points. Nice. 
and then the officers from each jurisdiction argue to over arrest people. who who gets the arrest. Nice. Uh, not not a good movie, by the way. Um, didn't see it. Didn't you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, there's a few. I'm not know. crazy about Chevy Chase, but that's a Chevy Chase movie. So vacation, the second vacation, there are the new vacation, the one with yeah. Ed Helms, whatever Ed Helms, um, not S. Uh, no, I'm saying I enjoy the Chevy Chase. I, without Chevy Chase, there's no vacation. There, Chevy Chase was in the second one, well, or with in the new mm. one. It's amusing because. Um, I, it's, it's not his shenanigans. It's more like so. a like a homage, like yeah, a fan film, than it is like. A, yeah. like I mean, a, that's what it looked like, and I was like, eh, "It's a rental someday. I don't really care." It's not bad. Anyway, uh, I rented it. Yeah, I didn't watch it in the theater. So uh, you got to New Orleans, and it was New Orleans. Your your only convention was in New Orleans. No, no, no. Then there was a that was smaller, your first convention. Yeah, that was the first one. And how'd you do? Did you guys? Um, did you never been it? to that kind of convention. It was more of a business uh, affair. So when we showed up, it was. Uh, we're, you know, I'm trying to start a new store, new web store, or an actual physical store. So mm-hmm. these conventions were kind of like figuring out if we need, you know, uh, to have a physical store. This was an e-commerce convention? Yeah, so or? it was okay. a Halloween and party uh, convention. And I thought there was going to be more Halloween stuff there, and of course there wasn't. So we showed up, and it was all really horrifyingly cheap costumes that you see in party cities and mm. the Goodwills, you know, that are like $7 and... Um, you know, made in, in uh, God only knows what country they're made in. And uh, there's a couple, you know, it was China was, with lead paint. No, it wasn't even like the Chinese stuff. I mean, it, yeah, it was really bad. But uh, there's a couple of cool, you know, a couple of cool companies there and um, made a couple of contacts. It was interesting. It was, you know, it was one of those things. But um, being a small store, being a new store type of thing, uh, you know, going to these salespeople and they're like, okay, a minimum order is $10,000. You're mm-hmm. just like, okay, uh, have a good day. And, you know the the one place that we wanted to you know do some form of business with was twenty five thousand dollars was the minimum. So mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, that's great. All right, yeah, we'll contact you. Don't contact us. Type right. Of thing. So right. we kind of walked away going, yeah, we're not a mega huge corporate you know event. We're just going to be like a mom and pop little baby store type of thing. Um, so it wasn't a waste of time. It was New Orleans, and we, you know it was it was fun. Um, she had never been there before, so we you know we actually walked around. We drove around. We did some of the touristy stuff, and um, I haven't been there in years. So it, to see the you know the difference after Katrina, um, you know a lot of it's been cleaned up, and you know it looks like most of New Orleans. Uh, the town the was. Pri- I had been there. I haven't been there since before Katrina. Yeah. So and before Katrina, I referred to New Orleans as the armpit of hell. It was much. a shithole. Yeah. Like. Uh, the sidewalks were filthy. The yeah. buildings were, fi- and I don't mean like there was just trash there. No, 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 yeah. I mean like the sidewalks were broken up yeah. and covered in God only knows what. Yeah, yeah. oil and uh, fucking debris that had just been ground in and yeah. gum. I mean, yeah. just the biggest fucking shithole ever was New Orleans. It was weird because and, it'd be like ten percent of that city was awesome, and that's what everybody thought. Right, of. right. And right. then you would actually go there, and you're like where's the awesome streets or right. like, where's the awesome place? And you're like, Oh, the French quarter. You're like, Oh, the place where you get stabbed or mugged. Well, that's or true. Beaten. I just had a friend who was like, mugged in the French quarter. Not, well, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Let's put it this way. I go to the French quarter with my dad. He brings the cops. And yeah. I mean, by cops as in like eight sheriffs. Yeah. So it's like, that's the only way they even go down there. And I'm like, they're from there. Right. And you're just like, Oh wait, what? You're, you're what? And we start walking around. They're just like, they're pointing out like the different places where there's been horrible crimes. Yeah. Even in Mardi Gras, they're like, 
oh, there's like 400,000 people on the street, and there was like three murders right here. And you're like, that's like a normal day? And they're like, yeah, it's a normal day. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is just weird. So, yeah. so anyway, since Katrina, I, I was there. Wonderful people, though. Oh, yeah. Wonderful, awesome just fucking salt of the earth. I was there just a couple of years after people. Katrina, maybe, and it was a mess. And going back now, it's just like, yeah. I mean, you can see that. Has it been washed away? Is the Katrina clean? Because some of it, it, it needed. It yeah, needed some of it. when so, Katrina I mean, happened. I was like, if there was ever a town that needed a drenching, was that pretty one? much? Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it was sad. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. Then you go there and you're like, oh, it yeah. Kinda, I feel sorry it for the people, out, of course, but it kind of cleaned out some of the mess and some of the you know some of the. There's a lot of new a, buildings. A, is and, the theme park still underwater? I oh wait a minute, is that Jersey? Okay, that's I, in Jersey. I think. I yeah, mix, that's Jersey I mix my floods. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, were you there for Mardi Gras? The beginning. So, I mean, we actually missed one of the first parades. It was going on. It was kind of like detours everywhere. So we were driving here. And... Well, did you go down Bourbon Street during at all during Mardi Gras? Uh, uh, did, you, did you see boobs? No, there, no, there's no boobs on this part of Mardi Gras. Come on, you, you should know when the boobs come out from Mardi Gras. I don't know. I well, the boobs. The and problem is, come is out at the Mardi, end Gras, of Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is. Mardi Gras 40 three, days before yeah, it's, Easter. It's like a two or three months. Uh, it's 40 days before Easter, and Easter changes, so Fat Tuesday changes. Yeah. So I don't know when Mardi Gras. I don't know yeah. what week you're there. But yeah. so basically the boobs it, are – I mean, there's always boobs on bourbon, but the boobs are really the the week leading up to yeah. Fat Tuesday. So like when we were there, it was kind of like uh, – you know, like the beginning stages. So, I mean, it was like the real fancy. So old, it was Slim Tuesday. Yeah, it was kind of like the old school, you know, parades. So, I mean, they were like, you know, the 200-year-old parades. It was now. Slim Tuesday. There you go. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, we missed that, but we did other things. And it was just like, okay. And then when we left, it was kind of like, yeah, we probably don't need to come back here. And we're like, no, not not really. Don't need to go back Yeah, here. I... Uh, it, was just, it was just really, it was just really strange. And yet again, it was like unbelievably nice people. Yeah, they're, they're and, wonderful people. And there's good sections, and there's like there's sites, and there's this, and there's that. And then you walk away, and you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to miss anything. The yeah. food, that's about the only thing I'm going to miss. Oh, uh, Easily the best food I've ever had in my life. Uh, Deanna's never been. That's my wife. Uh, and when I was there, I was like, I would never want to take you here. This place is a shithole. Yeah, it really depends uh, on where you go, where you stay. Who you know, and it's just like it just so happens that my dad knows the people that kind of run yeah. the city. So it's like we stayed in a nice place, and we went to nice places. But and, still, like yeah. it's not a city that you feel very comfortable just sort of roaming around on your own. Um, it's no, it's like no. it's like visiting Detroit. Like you go and you go, oh, this really is fucked up, and I never <laughs> want to come back here again. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I went once, but yep. you know, done with that. Yes. Uh, it's very strange. So anyway, from Nolens, then what? Uh, headed over to Alabama. Bama. No. Now, no. Bama, the most uh, racist uh, no. state in... No. You, no. Isn't that where Martin no. Luther King okay, was killed? That's where Selma is, isn't it? Yeah. Selma no, no, and... No. Mississippi. Um, all of Mississippi that Mississippi is still what, what, really Where rough. was MLK killed? Wasn't he killed in Bama? Georgia. Georgia? All right. I, I know Bama. Every time I see a movie that has to do with, uh, you know, slavery or, <laughs> and uh, all that shit, Bama's uh, involved. Bama's and, fucked and up. And open a history book and open a new book. Uh, but no, Bama's got its issues. I mean, just like most of the South. I mean, most of the Southern states. But, you know, I mean, that's just... Well, all states are I was, I was about to say, that's... That, <laughs> my, and it's funny, too, because, like, I had family there. Like, my, you know, uh, my mom's side of the family's, you know, from Alabama. So it's like uh, my immediate defense mechanism is... 
there's racism and weirdness everywhere in this country, and it's true. And it's just like coming back here to California, and there's problems here in California for racism. And you're like, oh, this is California. I thought this was the liberal state. And it's like, nope, pretty much no. Uh, it's it's all over, unfortunately. So to say that Alabama is the most racist is not really going. Uh, Mississippi's pretty rough. And you go in places in Mississippi. Yeah, and, April 4th, and, 1968, MLK was uh, assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. You're the which only is, 10 I see. All right, go which on. is close to Mississippi. Oh, You're the only 10 I see. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, All right, Mondays. Bama. Race, Mondays, racist, uh, racist Bama. So uh, Alabama, it was just one of those things. Just drove around. Uh, you, my... Your family has property in Bama. Yeah, so I went around and went around and saw basically my childhood. And, uh, you know, I lived there for a while. And uh, Deborah was with you for this? Yeah. Okay. So we drove around. And then... Uh, we went to Birmingham, which is like dead center of the state, and there was another smaller convention, much, much, much smaller convention, but um, directly involved with uh, the haunt uh, industry. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it's actually uh, it was it was really, um, really, really good information. They're really cool people. Did you but, have a booth? No, 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 no. no. We didn't oh, have a okay. booth at either one. It was just kind of this is all just business oriented. Um, you know, okay. Like you said, commerce, you know, e-commerce, you know, that kind of thing. So this was like nothing. I'll, I'll have a booth and a couple of conventions coming up, but it had nothing to do with these two. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and it was fun. It was like got the information. It was one of those things. Met a couple of people that we really needed to meet. Uh, got some really good information and uh, got some good contacts um, for future endeavors. Now, you yeah. were you were going to Bama uh, to look at your family's homestead. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and thoughts of uh, maybe making a movie there at some point, uh, which I will be eventually. So did um, you get you got good ideas? You got good inspiration? Um, you got, got some inspiration uh, there. I got uh, yeah, I have yeah. Uh, there's there's a whole thing in my head right now that's kind of in, involving um, you know people in white sheets and and other people. Uh, hanging no, from no, there's no white sheets. Well, the white sheets it would is be, Bama. <laughs> no, the white sheets would actually be in Glendale. Thank you very much. We're the biggest organization for the KKK still is, but uh, really? that's Glendale, California. How could that be? Glendale is fil- Glendale, California. Is Glendale's hor- like Glendale, uh, California, and Burbank, California. Is it gr- Glendale's like Koreatown, right? Isn't that uh, a, no? That's mini, part of it. That's mini the, Korea. The part, is that yeah. the? Is that? I think there's a huge population of Koreans, or is it Philippine? No, Both. Philippines. There's a high. There's like a ridiculously huge, like so much that signs, business signs, are written in other languages. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that's um, right where the KKK loves to be. Oh, on the forefront of their insanity. All right. Well, yeah. well, then that that would yes. be more like Compton, yes, or Watts, go. or something. Well, they're too scared to go. I guess uh, that's why they need the sheets. So there. Bama. Anyway, back to Bama. You got some ideas for? So yeah, there's a lot of ideas that I already had, and then going there, um, my family. Long story short, my family has. I on my mom's side of the family, I have about 42 acres of land, mm-hmm. um, and on uh, the, my cousins, they have 44 acres. So basically, there's like 85 acres of farm farmland and you know brush and just you know stuff and uh so just driving around just for uh, literally for about 10 or 15 minutes about 10 more ideas you know just hit my head of like what you could do there what you know uh what's the um the easiest things to do what's you know what what could you do there right and it's kind of like man there's a whole shitload of stuff you can make there i mean not just horror movies it's just like you can make a lot of stuff there in 85 acres you know and, sure uh, and it, obviously since it's your own land it's kind of like you just have to pay people to come out and feed them and that's about 
all you really need to do. So in my head, it was just like, oh, the budget is just shrinking in, as I'm, mm-hmm. you know, just driving around. You know, you got tax incentives in Bama too. Uh, there's a, there's several. So you know, uh, not not as good as Georgia, but you know, Alabama does pretty good. I mean, they they really they really will hook you up. So so after Bama. Uh, then I went to Dallas, and a good friend of mine actually is making movies. He does this. Now, did um, where did Deborah fly out? Uh, she flew from uh, Birmingham. She, okay, she so she left you. She left you on that leg, and then you yeah. drove to Dallas. Uh, ten and a half hour drive to Dallas, and then. Well, that's just one day. Yeah, so that's not an overnight. So that's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ten and a half hours well, in a car. When you're. Yourself. Well, okay, you're by yourself, that's true. But you're probably listening to the Get Convinced podcast. Catch uh, no, because I was in my car and I technologically retarded, so I don't know how to do that. Um, but uh, um, you, uh, Well, you had to have driven, I guess with Deborah in the car, though, but you had to have had uh, legs longer than uh, 10 and a half hours, right? No, we, I mean, we kind of, we, we stretched it out pretty good. It's like from here to Tucson, Tucson to just on the other side of El Paso, and then that... That's a because you get to a, you get to a point over maybe somewhere around the ten hour hump where you're just like what's another three, what's another pretty much two? like that second what's night another... I, like I had no plans we were just like we're driving till we're tired and then we just like we got to this point at about one in the morning and we're like well we could drive to Houston we can be there in seven more hours right or we can stay at this hotel right there and we, like literally there's a hotel like right next to uh, where we were getting gas and I was like yeah we're staying here. And boom, so we stopped. Uh, it was just one of those things where just like, you know. So Dallas, you went and met up with a fellow filmmaker. Uh, yeah, an old friend of mine. He used to, I met him at a, uh, a concert years and years and years ago. He mm-hmm. had a booth selling CDs, and he traded all that in. Um, got, got married. He has kids and stuff. And then uh, out of nowhere, about, I would say, almost 10 years, at least 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago, Somebody went to him and said, why don't you write, you know, a story or, you know, write a script for me? And, they, and he's like, I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And within three or four months, he learned how to write scripts mm-hmm. and he wrote a few. And then he started, and boom, then he started filming them. And I had no idea any of this was going on. It was one of those, I talked to him, you know, once or twice a year type of thing. He's in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that I'm getting into the, the this whole thought process of writing stuff out, I'm like, well... I start going to people that I know that have actually made movies. And is it uh, financially, you know, able to be even done, uh, you know, the, my thoughts, you know, the stuff that I want to do. And uh, do you want to do it? Of course. I mean, that's like the major thing, especially when you when you want to work in horror. I don't want to work directly with people that, you know, have done like 20 other horror movies. So it's like, you know, but at the same time, I need to know people. Are you capable of watching a person get stabbed 40 times are you capable of watching someone get your their head ripped off you know those kind of things and mm-hmm. he's just like i probably won't be there those days but hmm. you know he's he's good at you know helping out and i'm like okay do you know people that would do this and it was those kind of conversations so it was it was lighthearted, but it was just like i was being honest i'm like i have some really sick shit in my head mm-hmm. and i want to put them on film and you know three directors mm-hmm so we need to hook up, you know, we right. need, and do you think these guys will do it? And they're like, they're directors. I don't care. They, they want money. I'm like, okay. So it's uh it's, it's like that whole starting process of figuring out if these people want to do it, if they want, you know, if they can do it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, he said, he's going to help me with the two scripts and we're going to go from there. Cool. 
So it was it was a it was a really good trip. It was one of those things like you know you kind of hope for, and then whoa, it, it actually super you know just really really was cool. You know, got a lot of got a lot of good uh, feedback from people, and got a lot of got a lot of help on the way. So it was a good trip. Cool. And then from there, uh, back here. I mean, so it was Dallas to here, and I kind of just took my time because I was again I was by myself. So it took three days. You know, yeah. could have taken two. Did you see anything on the way? No, no, you just literally nothing. Absolutely, drove from Again, hotel to hotel. And... Uh, actually, it, and it kind of you know this goes out to Michael Hutchinson and the few people uh, that we know from from church days and stuff. But I did have to drive through Abilene, Texas, and that's where Michael and I went to school. Right. I went to college, so I actually did stop, got off the freeway, looked at the campus, <laughs> threw up on it, and uh, got back in the car and uh, left. And um, it was really weird to see the town. Because I haven't been there. In Has it changed? Years. Oh yeah, it's yeah, I would imagine. It's like a ghost town. It's really, really, really strange. Uh, meth and uh, a lot of just. Oh, it's gone downhill. Oh, oh, oh my god! There's like brand new. There's stores there that just the building is there now, and it's like a ghost town. Huh. I was shocked. I was like completely taken back. Did the co- did the campus look like it had? Students, uh, the campus is exactly the same. Exactly the same. It's a private, you know, Christian institution. You know, ripping people off like they ripped me off and about four of my friends. You know, mm-hmm. they completely and totally lied to us and just took our money. Uh, I went there for sociology. They didn't provide business. you with no, teachers, with an education? Nothing whatsoever. Um, I had to go for like five years to get sociology stuff. You know, and I was like, why would it take five and almost six years to get a two-year degree? Uh-huh. And it was just, you know, just theft. You know, just like one of those kind of private institutions. They were just stealing. And Michael, you know, can tell you the same thing. It's like a lot of the stuff that he did there, he could have and very easily could have done it in two years or three years. And he was there for four, I think, or three. And then he finally went to San Diego State, and he was, like, done in, like, a year or two. Right. Um yeah, but yeah, it was just maybe he just got he was done that quickly because all the hard work that, that he had prepared <laughs> no, prepped him at no, Abilene. Yeah, no, Abilene was a joke, but uh, and it still is. I mean, again, it's like I know a couple of people that still live there. I don't know. It's there, a but, very weird oof. part of your and Michael's history. Like, uh, and I still don't fully understand it. You know, when when he talks about going to, you know, Christian college. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Why? Yeah, when? Who were you? Yeah, pretty much. It was. <laughs> Why it would was, you do that? It was a hundred years ago. It feels uh, like so. Yeah, it was one of those things. He it opened his eyes, and uh, it took years for me to realize, you know, certain things about it. You know, just like like looking back, it's just like wow, this whole thing's a scam. I just totally got you know ripped off. Like my parents got ripped off. Thankfully, not me. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, they got money. You know, but. Uh, uh, um, they had me. They're responsible for the exactly. education. It's their problem. Exactly. So yeah, it was just you know it was a, uh, it was one of those things like you know when you're 20, it's like get out of LA. Where do you want to go? And I'm like at that time in my life, I'm like I don't care where I go. I just wanted to get out of LA. Right. For a while. You just want to get away and, from the parents. Uh, get away from the parents. Get away from quote unquote high school friends that are still, you know, dragging you down doing stupid shit. Right. And I was just like yeah, let's go to Texas. And I went out there and I'm like yeah this yeah, okay this was a waste of time and. Here it is 25, 30, 40 years later, and I'm like, yeah, pretty much. I uh, had a, c- a couple of good friends. My ex-wife is from there, and, uh, you know, I met her there. And that that was that was great, you know, thoughts and great memories, too. Thank you very much, uh, Brain. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, one of those weird – I literally drove onto the campus, stopped at uh, my dorm, and threw up on the building. 
on purpose and uh, got back in my car and left. You know, hopefully some people saw me. I have no idea. Um, but then I drove around the city. You know, again, I drove around the city for like five or ten minutes and I was just shocked. I mean, just closed buildings and just like nothing there. Did you take any pictures? No. Oh. No, I didn't even want to waste. I was just like, oh, my God, this is, you know, pathetic. This is really, really sad. Um, so I'm glad I moved out. Obviously, I'm glad I moved on. And I'm glad it's just, you know, a, a piece of my history, a piece of my memory. And now it's completely shattered and good. It's time to get that out of here. So from there, you came home. You got back here, uh, slept for about a day, and um, just starting a new journey on uh, writing out these ideas, writing out some um, pretty interesting, I think some pretty interesting stuff. So, you know, some stuff that you haven't really seen before or really thought of or, or the kind of, you know, the horror movies that I liked, like, yeah, that was, that was okay. And I want to just do something better with it. You know, um, like the VHS ABCs of death type of, you know, like short snippet stories. And, uh, you know, like, I think three of those actually worked out of like about a hundred. Um, but I, I kind of want to do something like that mm-hmm. where it's kind of just like in your face. Um, just little ideas and little, little like music video type of, you know, just boom, it just uh, hits you over the head mm. kind of thing. Um, don't want to bore people and I don't want to, you know, do the same thing over and over type of thing. Um, so the ideas I have and the ideas that a couple of my friends and I have, you know, combined, I think we could freak some people out and uh, hopefully unnerve people because that's basically one of what I want to do. So. Cool. Now, while you were gone, did you see any movies? I did not see any movies. I uh, I actually we we thought about going to a couple of movies and then we we're just like, eh, uh, didn't even go out. We stayed in the hotel or we actually did the touristy stuff. And you didn't watch, movies. you didn't do the Spectrovision thing in the hotel room and get a movie. No, we actually, yeah, yeah, it was funny. We Aside got to from New porn, of course. Yeah, no, we got to uh, New Orleans and they had uh, brand new movies, which I just love when Hollywood is telling you about you know pirates and Pirate Bay and all this is horrible. And then you go to a hotel that's here in America, and they have movies that are in the theaters right now. Right. And I'm like, how is that not pirated onto YouTube or whatever? They were literally, um, not The Revenant, but the other one. Uh, the Big Short was on there, and two two or three other movies. It, and I was like, so for sixteen ninety nine, I could buy this movie that's supposedly in the theaters, mm-hmm. and supposedly protected by all these FBI bullshit warnings, and don't pirate it. I'm like, how does the freaking hotel already have it? You know, you're like, obviously the, the, the movie company wants to make as much money as they possibly can, but that goes right to a pirate bay. That, there's no way that doesn't go. It's you know, funny anywhere. because way before pirate bay, way before the internet existed. I mean, way be- well, at least yeah. before the internet existed for us. Uh, when I would go to uh, Vegas, because I know the internet's been around since the '60s. When I would go to Vegas, I would uh, hook a VCR up to the TV and I would record whatever movies I was buying. And then uh, I would make copies and hand them out to friends and stuff. Yeah. Uh, VHS. So I, I'm sitting here and I've already stated. So I was a pirate before there were pirates. I've already stated the fact that technologically I am retarded. Right. I am really, really backwards on any of it. I don't care. Other people know how to do things. I'm pretty sure I could go to Radio Shack and figure out a way to get all those movies off of the TV, you know, right there in, the, in my hotel room and put them online somehow. Well, I could tell so you just, that there is no way you could do that. No, I could do it. No, I could tell you there's yeah. no way possible you could do that. Yeah, I could do that. You, you, do you want to know how I know no. there's no? I'll bet you. 
I, I'll bet you a dollar. There's no okay. way you could possibly. I get got a dollar. All right. Radio Shack's out of business. No, they're still around. No, they're, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, the company tanked. No, they're still they're still stores. No. No. I'm not kidding. The company tanked. No, there's still there's still physical stores in in places. And you can still go to Best Buy and buy the wannabe Radio Shack shit anyway. So and fries more like. And uh, yeah, they're actually I've actually saw a bunch of fries, which is kind of weird on the road. Since we're in, you know, Vince and I live in a city of like 15 million people and there's like two fries here. It's always interesting going to other cities where there's like 80,000 people and they have three or four fries. I just don't, I don't understand corporate America sometimes. I don't know. I think they're gone. Radio Shack? No, I know Radio Shack is messed up. I know that they're going, uh, they started closing stores left and right. I know that uh, they have problems. Anyway. I think you owe me a dollar, but I uh, might. I yeah. very, I very. I, very I, I think might. you do. I think. I think when it comes to technological uh, advancement here, uh, Vince is wrong on something. It's, I can't even figure rather... out how to use their website to try and find the store. Oh, they look there are two. Yeah. There's one in Omaha. <laughs> Found one in Omaha. <laughs> They're all closed. No, I didn't uh, miss that much. I was only gone for two weeks. Come on now. Uh, but it was nice. I didn't watch the news. I didn't really even do Facebook that much, and it was it was nice just to. Uh, yeah, Deborah was was checking in for you. Yeah, every, every once in a while we would uh, we would see something funny or um, hit some really just strange. They closed uh, almost eighteen hundred stores in two thousand fifteen. They yeah. closed eleven hundred stores in two thousand fourteen. So you owe me a dollar. How many fucking stores could they have left? They had like forty five thousand stores. No, they don't have that many. They had sixty thousand stores, Vince. Um, they were on every street corner when I was a kid. I remember that much. My dad of, was actually robbed. Number of locations shack. in two thousand fifteen is about seventeen hundred. Did you hear me? My dad was actually held up at a radio shack once. Uh. How was that? What do what the store was held up? Yeah, the store was held up, and like they got money from my dad or something. Ah, I can't believe this guy a dollar. All right, they so and your dad was in there, and uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Like I was in high school. Um, but it was just kind of crazy. He went for something stupid, of course, and like the place was being robbed. And well, he, he even radio shack and he even stupid. said he's like, "You're you're robbing Radio Shack." And, <laughs> I mean, this is like, why would you rob this store? You know, there's nothing. It works there. At one point, the personal computer saved them, and then at another point, it was uh, cell phones. They, I would say, I would say, cell largest, phones. They were like largest the, supplier of cell. Oh, the, and then the remote the other, control things. The other big thing when cell phones died, uh, the other big thing that saved Radio Shacks was Beats headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, were the yeah. official like they were the Beats official supplier. for like a year. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you saw nothing. You saw no movies. No, uh, and then we got back here, and I looked at the pile again, and I was just like. Let's watch Spy. So you watch Melissa Melissa so McCarthy's movie Spy. It was just like one of those things. Like Deb was like, spy. really? We have like ninety movies, and that's. And I'm like, yeah. And it was Spy. And, and what did you think of Spy? One of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Get I, out. Train Trainwreck was really fucking. Oh, funny. No, 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 Spy Train... Spy is not one of the funniest movies. There's some. Funny it's up there with that. Forgetting Sarah Marshall and The Hangover and uh, Super Bad, which, which are very funny movies. I love Spy. I like, but I really like Melissa. So it's one of those things. That she really, really cracks me up. So this movie was kind of on point, like through the whole thing for me. It was really, really funny. Really just over the top and stupid. And by the way, for all you horror makers out there, it's really not fair seeing a movie like Spy and there's more gore and blood effects in a cheesy comedy than most horror movies today. It was really depressing. Well, it had the it has the budget. I don't care. Um, anybody can put a blood pack on and anybody can do CGI blood just like they did. 
everywhere. There's blood and yeah. guts everywhere in that movie, which is over the top. Paul Feig is, you know, a hilarious director. He's a very strange, you know, writer, director. But he put in some really funny freaking gore effects. And I'm like, really? This is a cheesy comedy? Seriously? Mm. And his neck burns off right there on the street? I mean, that was awesome. No, not in a horror movie. In a fucking comedy that, you know, just... Yeah, it was just it was one of those things. I'm like just shaking my head watching. The in movie. some respects, though, I think it might be easier. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Because there's would, nobody. There's, there's nobody no expectation. The MPA, yeah, there's nobody at the MPA is going to like sit there and watch the gore effects of a movie like Spy, like they do Friday Thirteenth. It's like you know, right? When, when they get a copy of Friday Thirteenth, they know going in. Oh, we're going to cut the shit out of this. Right. When they get a copy of Spy, it's uh, let's get the popcorn and oh. It's no big deal that right. They it's said, a joke. It's it's no big deal that they said f and cunt like seventy four times and blew some someone's head off but four times. You when know, you're like, watching, no when you sit down, when you strap in and watch a horror movie, uh, let's say we take an let's say we take a he- an effect of a head being blown off yeah. and we isolate it. We just make a YouTube clip of it, right? Which they're good it, ones, sure. But on a scale of one to ten, let's say that YouTube clip is a five, just isolated. That's how good the, the effect is. Is middle of the road. If you're watching a comedy and you see that effect in the comedy, it's now like an eight because you weren't expecting right, it absolutely. in that comedy. No, that's fine. But if you're watching a horror and you see that same effect in the horror, now it's like a three because you were expecting more. Right. So and better effects. Yeah. So they get away absolutely. with it a little bit more, but um, which may be why comedy horror or things like Scream work really yeah, well. Absolutely. Because you're constantly caught off guard. You're either caught yep. off guard by the laughs or you're caught off guard by the... And, it, it, and on those, it comes down to, like, a decent script. So, it comes I mean, down like, to a fantastic you script. You know, like, the, screen, the original Scream script, script is, you know, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, if you really watch it... I think you, they you did a great job there. with all three screams. Yeah, well, there's four. But, uh, well, I said I think they did a great job with all three screams. Thank you. Um, part if four, you, if you really part four was okay, if I remember correctly. If you really watch the first one again, I mean, which people should, um, it's a really good script. Yeah. It's really just... Uh, Spot on, Wes Craven, the late, you know, amazing Wes Craven, um, directed just, it was another masterpiece in his, you know, realm of movies. It was just like, wow, he knew how to work with teenagers. He knew how to work with the, you know, the 20-somethings out there. So, yeah, it's a, it's an amazing movie. But, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You, you see any kind of heads being blown off or, you know, a throat slash. Yeah, of course, it's going to be either cut or, you know, minuscule. And, yeah, I mean, you're going to see a cheesy comedy or a cheesy drama or you know whatever with big big name people and i i still call it that like you know it always comes down to the the budget so you saw spy yes yeah, Spy. i have seen a shitload i know I, I saw that you saw uh, yet again like right. another 20 movies and so. well even well i would post to facebook just the uh screener ones right. my comments on the screener ones but in addition to the screener ones we were also watching i was like fucking plowing through like five six movies on a, a friday or a saturday um, we were watching and catching up on movies from Redbox. Like yesterday, I watched Chappie. Chappie. Oh, okay. Yeah. The robot from District Nine guy. Yeah, I, no. I won't watch it because it's my dad's movie. So. What do you mean it's your dad's movie? Short Circuit. Every, every all those movies. You're absolutely right. No, yeah, I, Short Wally, Circuit. You know, Wally, Chappie, you know, all this, all this crap. Well, Chappie is okay. So, uh, you, you, what do you think of District Nine? I love District. I think 9. the District Nine is fantastic. Yeah. Elysium, oh my god! Wait, well, hold on. Are we agreeing on another movie? Oh, District Nine is fucking oh, Jesus. is is just masterpiece filmmaking. Anyway, like it's amazing yeah. that uh, it's a great movie. Uh, but so the same guy made Elysium, yes. uh, Elysium, which, which is I a, loved, which you didn't. It's like. dog shit. Right, that movie like, is horrendous. Dog shit makes oh, no it. fucking sense. 
So I liked it because of that. Going into Chappie, I knew that the guy is capable of fantasy because Elysium has a great idea, but it's just poorly executed. Yes. So I was like, the guy's got a great idea. I'll give him that, and I'll I let him a lot of slack for Chappie. But Chappie is E.T. or Short Circuit. It is a kids G-rated movie mm-hmm. with a bunch of cussing thrown into it to make it R-rated. Yeah. It makes the the bending in the genre makes no sense no. because there are things, there are emotional things happening between you know the boy and his robot sort of thing although in this case it's a guy and his robot that are very childlike mm-hmm. and and that you buy into when you're watching et right. or super eight but it's not what an adult would do no. or how an adult would act and so you're very confused because it's like well this has all of the tones and story for a 10 year old yes but it's filled with so much Violent, bad language. language. The, the yeah. violence isn't even that bad because mm-hmm. it's not like people are being blown away and there's a bunch of blood and gore, which also makes it somewhat weird because then at least you could say, oh, it's a comic book style. It's got sort of a kid's mentality, but, right. you know, over the top violence kind of a thing. So the violence isn't even there. It's just a bunch of language that is way out of fucking place with right. this movie or they needed to redo the, the tones and make it a more mature movie. So Chappie is just all over the place. Yeah, it's just confused. It's not necessarily again, all over the place. It's merging two genres yeah. that don't. It's like making a porno for children. Yeah. This does not. And it's, you, and just, it's just or you know, it doesn't work. It's also one of those things where Pride and Prejudice for the three-year-old crowd for uh, <laughs> District Nine. Those people made that movie for like twenty dollars, literally. Yeah, and then District when Chappie comes along, film. you know, they have like you know huge. You know, a huge budget. So it's a, it's. I think it's one of those things where somebody has a great idea, and somebody's like, "Oh, well, he made District Nine in Elysium, and they made money. So let's sink a ton of money into this, and we can, you know, do something." So you give somebody that's used to making something for twenty bucks, and you give them a hundred million, and this sometimes, you know, that's that's what happens sometimes. Not all the time, uh, but sometimes these people just don't know how to work with budgets, and they don't know how to work with uh, the the gifts that are given to them because of the budget. Um, and in Peter, Peter Jackson's, you know, uh, you know, he produced, well, he bought district nine or whatever his company did with district nine, but he's the same way. His first few movies, literally he made himself with his, you know, I think Jackson's movie did the Dead alive and, uh, you know, I mean his, his gore, 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 New Zealand movies, you know, they were made for nothing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he made a couple of movies, you know, like King Kong and you're like, really? Well, he did Frighteners, I mean, right? Yeah. Which is not gore. But it was a great script. But it, it wasn't bad. But again, right there, look, if you really watch that movie, there's almost two movies there. Yeah. Because it's very childlike, ghost-like, because Michael J. Fox is really funny. But I think and I don't think that's some, an R-rated movie. It's very odd. Is it? Yeah. Because I don't remember odd. Frighteners being, uh, yeah, having of, a, an, an adult whatever. Oh, you see, that's the thing. It gets really adult in certain in certain mm. ways. So there, it, that's that was like a good, that, that was a good uh, the movie for Peter Jackson, where he walked into... A universal budget, universal picture budget, where it's like we got Michael J. Fox, we got this, we got that. Mm-hmm. You got forty or fifty million dollars, and then all of a sudden it's like, what do you do with forty or fifty million dollars? Because I, I made Dead Alive for twenty five dollars, you know, twenty five bucks back in New Zealand for fun, right? You know, yeah. the, you know that kind of thing. So some people walk into it, and I, I, I the the few minutes that I saw of Chappie um, and the few trailers or whatever, I just like, yeah, this is just. 
somebody obviously really really enjoyed short circuit as a kid and came up it with is that, it is you know, came up with came up with that idea yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like why is it rated r why are these people in it and i'm like the yeah, it was just certain certain aspects. I'm like, no, this I've, is, I've already seen. It short is clearly circuit. ET. And someone watched circuit. ET and Short Circuit. And we're Short and, Circuit work with adults is like yeah. Steven Gutenberg. Matter of fact, the robot Chappie is number twenty two. And I said, as we were watching it, I said to Deanna, "I'm like Johnny Five alive." 25, yeah. But like Steven Gutenberg <laughs> is a 22. kid in the movie. You know, really, it's like you know, his mentality is like he's a scientist and he doesn't know how to tie his own shoes because mm-hmm. he's all science or whatever so they make it very childlike you know like right off the bat because you know it is an adult you know and my dad is going off to kill a robot and steven gutenberg and ali sheeter in the way and it's like well okay i haven't seen short circuit in a long time it's um, fun it's still i it's remember one of those movies oh my god i'm sporting a tremendous did fisher you, stevens did you stick her tongue down which, your throat <laughs> you know which is just hilarious because he's yeah. about as white as you know you can be talk about you know sheets um you know, he's, yeah, it was very funny. And it was funny meeting him for the first time. I was like, you're the dude. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, what, what happened? I'm like the magic of freaking makeup, you yeah. know, like right there, you know, when I was 15, I'm like, wow, you can do a lot with makeup and, you know, hair extensions and shit. Cause you know, he looked completely different in person. So on the so. good side, I watched, I know you've seen this. I watched a uh, love and mercy. Yes. Which I actually haven't posted on Facebook about, uh, which is the Brian Wilson story of the Beach Boys. Yeah. I fucking loved it. I thought it was, I couldn't believe. Unbelievable. I could not believe the story. Um, and I, I was watching it and I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, holy shit. Through the whole movie, I was like that. I was like, this can't be real. Yeah. You're this wondering, you're real. wondering if he's really crazy, if this is legit or if they're fucking with him and you're, you how's this going to turn out? Uh, Unbelievable. I've been a Beach Boys fan my entire life. I own Beach Boys songs, um, but not like Die Hard, where right, I've right. like tracked them down to right. figure out who the hell they are. So I knew nothing about the story. Um, yeah. Movie, uh, John Cusack is phenomenal. Paul Dano as a young uh, 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 Brian Wilson is phenomenal. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, so fucking hot. Oh my! She's God. so good in it. Um, she's ridiculously. I good. guess that's my love for '80s girls because she's someone has a little bit of big hair in it. But yeah. um, so she's good, but she's so incredibly hot. Um, but nothing uh, to do with the movie, but anyway, it, oh, it absolutely it does for me because no, every time she comes on, I'm just like John I Cus- melt. Um, John Cusack easily one of his maybe three best performances, uh, and it, I love John Cusack since. Like when he was a kid, like oh, I, I do 80s too. Movies. I I, like I enjoy about, say, John even Cusack. before say anything like it was, the other movies. Like even when he was a kid, you know, Better Off Dead and stuff. Better Off Dead. Like, I want my two dollars. Yeah, it's like those kind of performances, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And then you know, all the way till now, uh, he's done some really good stuff. He's done some really bad stuff. I thought what he did in Love and Mercy, I couldn't believe it was him in certain scenes. I was like, holy shit. That would be Michael has, I guess has arrived. A white car. I've never seen the white car, but I don't know. Yeah, it could be him. I don't know. I don't know what kind of car he drives anymore. Uh, but yeah, he was. But Paul Dano. It's like Paul Dano is like one of those. Th- you know, if he's in it, I think Paul Dano is getting into like that whole uh, that very short list for me of if he's in it, I'll see the movie. Okay. You know, because he's that good in certain like so Prisoners. Holy the other crap. The other movie he that was good. In that. I haven't seen Prisoners. Like, Huh? I haven't seen Prisoners. You never saw Prisoners? No. Oh, you have to see Prisoners. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. But I mean, I I have no idea what movie you're talking about. Are you serious? Yeah. Look when was up. when was Prisoners released? It was like two or three years ago with uh, Darnie Darko. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal, big movie. Anyway, Paul Dano, like Paul Dano is getting into that category now. 
where it's just like if he if he's involved in uh and the same thing with uh there will be blood i think it kind of started him on the whole hugh jackman maria bello terrence howard he's got a lot of people in this when Keller Dover's daughter and her friend go missing, he takes matters into his own hands as the police pursue multiple leads. Good Lord, how can you not see this movie? But just how far? I've never seen this movie. I do not know this uh, movie. Someone's here. Um, that's why the dogs are going crazy if you hear them. But, yeah, Michael. But yeah, Paul Dano in Love and Mercy, I thought he, I, I couldn't believe the performance that he and John Cusack, you know, it was just amazing. And a movie I never, like I said, never even heard of it. It was one of those movies just, hey, let's watch this. John Cusack's in it. We started watching it like 15 minutes in. We're both like shocked. For Love and, and Mercy, you mean? Yeah, Love yeah. and Mercy. And it was also one of those movies, which is really neat for these screeners, when I watch it this way, just put it in. I don't care what it's about or whatever. And after the movie, you have to go online and like look up information. Yeah, I don't know that Because if I... you want more information, like, really, is this a real story? And like, were these real? And it was a real story. This really, yeah. really happened to. Yeah, it's jaw dropping. You know, and it's just like, oh my God, it's. It's a spoiler. Like, you really have to see the movie. If it's, I know it's on DVD now. I mean, it's out. So I mean, yeah. Redbox and like those companies have to have it. Or it Netflix is or a better story than Straight Outta Compton. Oh yeah, which I loved yeah. as well. I thought I, I, I mean, I that's a story that I knew a little bit more about because yeah. I was DJing at the time that you know NWA came about, uh, and the performances in Straight Outta Compton are oh my God. fucking stellar. I mean, they're they're awesome. I'm so happy. Paul Giamatti like- is in both of these movies, um, but. Uh, I, I mean, watching Straight Outta Compton is just, I don't know, God, I really don't want to reduce it to this, but I mean, it's another, it, it's a story about another black group trying to make it in America. Yeah. Love and Mercy is a story of some fucked up shit that happened to an artist. Yeah. And black or white. And you're just like, I, I just, oh my God, I can't. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's can't, unbelievable. Yeah. I can't believe that this. That this actually I'm really happy. I, I obviously don't know his name, but the guy that plays uh, the lead, Dr. Dre, in Straight Outta Compton, yeah. he just got like two or three huge movie roles. I mean, he's really, which is really great because the performances I thought were unbelievable yeah. in Straight Outta Compton. So whoever the actor is that Dre, Easy, and then Ice Cube's kid plays yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah, but like the, whoever did Dr. Dre in that movie, don't know his name, but he just got some big parts um, lined up. So it's it's great. It's it's one of those things that you sit there and you go. These guys are really good. Like some, like the guy that plays Ice uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube is Ice Cube's Holy kid. Holy crap! That yeah. guy was good. Like it was just like, oh my god! Like he was just really, really freaking good. Michael has arrived. I'm sure he hasn't seen any of these movies. No, he doesn't even know what we're talking about. Uh, back to Paul Dano. Yes. Uh, I watched Youth. Paul Dano. Was oh, okay. In Youth. No, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I doubt you've no, seen, I that. seen that. Day. Yeah. No, no. Uh, he Paul it's Dano. Paul Dano does stand out in the movie. Uh, yeah. He is great in Youth. Uh, when the movie was over, my comment on youth was, I liked it, but I don't know why. Mm. Um, and I, I'll never watch it again. But it was I, I was okay with spending two hours with it. But when it's over, you're just like, mm, I don't okay. like. It's, I think there's it's a really lot, hard like... for me to tell you, like, you should see this movie or what this movie's about or that it's any good. There's some so, good performances. Yeah, so far this year. Unlike other years, there's been a lot of movies like that. A lot of people put a lot of uh, money in certain movies, and you're just like, yeah, this is a great idea. And it just didn't come out overly well. Uh, Like a a memorable thing, like, oh, I wanted to watch that again. I want to watch that. Oh, Michael's in town. We should go watch that movie because it was really good. It's like, so far I haven't really seen that many movies like that. 
So oh, there hasn't been there's been shit yeah. that you would be like, I got to go to the theater to see this, or um, see it again. You know, it's like one of those things like Mad Max. I'll see that any day of the week. Um, we've already gone over that, but it's again, there, there's been very few movies this year, which is really strange because there's been a lot of a lot of uh, interesting ideas this yeah. year, Did a lot you... of interesting trailers, and then you watch the movie and you're like, the trailer, whoever made the trailer. They need an award. Well, that always because, yeah, and they do get awards. Yeah, they do get awards. Did you uh, Did you watch Black Mass? Yes, the, the uh, Johnny Depp movie? movie. Yeah, yeah. Another movie didn't care about whatsoever, but the makeup and his yeah. performance is good. And you're just like, eh. it was just, it was just okay. I mean, it it seemed like a uh, a grittier, less interesting American Hustle. Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it was even made the same way. Yeah, it was kind of gritty, like even the way they made it. It was, it was kind of like the gritty. Um, uh, filmmaking. What about Bridge of Spies? I didn't care for it at all. Uh, yeah, you had I thought said it was about forty-five minutes too long. You were mad. I remember your comment was they managed to make a spy movie that had no car chases or no excitement or anything yes. to it. Uh, I I I like it, it. was an interesting again, it, it, very much what I just said. Interesting story, interesting premise. Somebody should make this movie, and then you go make the movie, and you're like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have made yeah. this movie, yeah, really or we could have done something. And then you're like, and it's nominated for like six Academy, and you're like, well, I guess. Well, wow, Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg have a lot of control over a lot of people because there's no oh. way any of those people needed to be up for awards. Did you see Diary of a Teenage Girl? I haven't seen it yet. We, we, almost, we almost watched that, and then I was just like, oh, we should watch Room. And then we're just like, both of us were just like, we're so freaking exhausted. We're like, let's watch Spy. So Spy came out of those three. And we're like, have you ever seen Alan Ball's movie Towelhead? I remember I saw it. I don't. It's remember. It's about a. It's like the fifteen or sixteen year old girl. A, the, yeah, she's. I think she's fourteen. It's a fourteen year old. Two face. Yeah. Um, from Batman's. Uh, a, a Muslim girl or Arabic Arabic or Muslim. Anyway, a Muslim girl whose mother passed away and her father doesn't do a good job of keeping an eye on her, but she ends up having an inappropriate sexual relationship with uh like a neighbor it was aaron, yeah with aaron a neighbor Eckhart or aaron Eckhart. Yeah. yeah that's right and the movie is phenomenal like it's it's oh. so i love alan ball but it's so well made but it's such an uncomfortable yeah. subject matter yeah. that when it's over you're like i'm i'm not gonna tell anybody to yeah. watch this because if i say go watch Talhead, right. oh it's a great movie dude it's my favorite movie i love it you're just like what the fuck yeah. is wrong you, you with you go, man you need to go to jail and yeah to you're fucked up right Diary of a Teenage Girl. Right. I remember you talking about it. You're like, yeah, it's really interesting. It's really, but it's a 15 year old. I don't know that I, or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay. I don't know that I. Yeah, it's, I liked it, but I'm not sure I'm supposed to. Right. And it's another. So it's, it's it's one of those fucking things. weird. It's, it's one of those things too. I think these kind of movies should be made because you spend even and this happens in Talhead. Like you're watching this girl have a an inappropriate relationship, and you sort of understand. That this is good for her character, right. for this girl. Right. But overall, this is horrible. Right. And you're just like, I, you're, yeah. it's, and it makes you feel weird and wrong and, and it's fucked up. And like I said, that's sometimes that's what art needs. And that's more of these kind of movies need to be made, you know, the, the, um, to, to make you uncomfortable. That's what, that's the kind of movies I actually enjoy is like to walk out of there and like, you know, what the fuck did I just watch? Uh, like, this is really good, but like, how did they even make this movie? You haven't you know, seen Grandma things. yet, have you? Which one? Grandma? No, yeah, like I said, I was just, no. I, I, uh, well, I'm not sure what you'd seen on here that maybe I, because I know that I like you had seen Bridge of Spies, so I caught up on that. Uh, 
And again, infinitely like, polar bear. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen that yet. God, man. Uh, a, seriously, I gotta watch. I gotta watch. Lady in the Van was horrendous. I mean, I, I spent thirty minutes watching it, and uh, Maggie Smith is Maggie awful. Smith. And I mean, right now I'm binge watching uh, Downton Abbey, and Maggie Smith is phenomenal. So, yeah. and it's, it's a she's similar character, best, but she's one of the best things that's um, ever happened on the screen. Lady so. in the Van is horrendous. Uh, Learning to Drive was did, you haven't seen no. that? No, okay. Uh, let's see, Legend. No, no, no you saw Love no, and Mercy. No. Um, <laughs> Meet Earl and the Dying Girl. Uh, no, I don't. That's no. fucking good. Yeah. No, it's no. fucking good. No. Um, let's see. I'll get to it. Uh, that's not even. On I the would I would put Meet Earl and the Dying Girl high on the list. Yeah. I want to see it's room, one of, room like right now. Right now, Meet Earl is better than Room. Right now, I want to see Room and Revenant. But I have to see Revenant in a theater. So. Um, what now I'm back in LA where we actually have decent theaters, so I'm gonna have to go find Revenant somewhere. Truth, have you seen Truth yet? Yes, I, I really enjoyed Truth. Yeah, Truth was was good. Truth yeah. was really good. Um, fucked up what they do. It's Truth is about a uh, Dan Rather. Uh, yeah, Dan Rather's you know final stand, but really the producer she gets screwed over, uh, and uh, a story that they did on. Uh, sixty minutes. Baby Bush. Or twenty twenty. Yeah. Sixty minutes. Sixty minutes. Well, was, it yeah, was about Georgie Junior. George it Bush Junior. CBS News report on sixty minutes. So she was a CBS. She was C, she was CBS News um, producer, and then they did it on sixty minutes. And it was like one of those. Dan rather went on sixty minutes like once or twice a year, you know, or like the last five or six years. He went on like once a year or something. Mm. And this is his story for 60 Minutes. So then 60 Minutes got kind of, you know, popped for it, too. And you're like, pop for the truth. It was just very strange to sit there and you're like, you watch this story and you're like, yeah, okay. It actually happened. Uh, one of the characters, uh, who is the kid? Got, well, he's not really a kid. Trophy Grace. Is it Trophy Grace? Yeah. Uh, his speech about uh, Comcast and, oh, yeah. and what yeah. they own and yeah. uh, controlling the media and stuff was very thought-provoking. Yeah, um, yeah truth, was, truth was really good. Really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of movies. Obviously, there's a lot of movies that I need to see. And, and it's, you know, it's uh, on the road, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, speaking of, you know, hotels with just horrible service or whatever. Um, for for television, um, I did watch Mad Max twice again, even on a small screen, and it still worked. So I don't care what anybody says. So you could have you could have expanded your movie horizon. It was on HBO. Chose... HBO was free at that place. I didn't want to spend seven. So you chose to watch movie. Mad Max again. Yes. All right. And I own the movie. I've already seen it like now five. I've seen it all the way through from start to finish five times this year, and that well, two times last year and three times this year, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> No, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. I I just sit there and I'm like, it, that man is brilliant. I love everything. I think I, I, pretty much everything he's done, George, because mm-hmm. it's just like even the little penguin movie is awesome. So you know, Happy Feet and everything. It's so, like, so so some of the stuff you don't even think he really made or was involved with, it's like Babe. It's like he's one of the producers. You know, it's like the guy is like all over the place making unbelievable fun stories. And yeah, Happy like, Feet's a really good movie. But like the Happy Feet and Babe pig in the city it's like go watch that movie again holy shit that's good you know and it's just like oh my god what the fuck you know you're just sitting there you're like this guy made mad max it's just weird you, you just sit there and you're like really is it the same guy he goes yeah it's the same guy it's mad like, max to babe pig in the city absolutely he, he, and you, you won't know, watch chappy no no if i want to watch johnny five i will go watch johnny five and giggle and then laugh and then laugh at my dad because he looks funny you know as a cop yet again with no hair which is just really weird 
because he almost cut his hair, you know, they cut his hair real short because he was a military cop or whatever. So it was really funny. I make, I still make fun of him for that movie. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else? I believe that's it. You believe that's it? I yeah, believe that's it then you know, as well. You need to fine. watch some more movies. I need to go watch movies, actually, maybe, since we're going to be talking about movies, I guess, on this podcast, right? Maybe you will in the next seven days. Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, so I'm Vince Roca. Martin Bailey. And for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.